Hi, it's Esther Ryder, your hostess for the Blessed Adventure podcast, and today we are interviewing Tracy Geyser. Tracy and her husband, Jason, own DecoCrete Supply in Orville, Ohio. And as part of the continued series on our Valentine's special, she's going to talk about what their life was like pre-business, building the business, and what it's like now, years later. So sit back, relax, and listen to our podcast with Tracy Geyser. All right, Tracy, so you know you're part of the Valentine's time where we're talking about husbands and wives who own, own businesses together. So let's start with you and Jason. Tell us a little bit about your background, like how you met, your family now, what you own. Yeah, so Jason and I met, I was actually graduating high school. We met in the last month of my senior year uh, through some mutual friends. And kind of funny because I had seen him a month before he actually noticed me. And I was like, oh, who is that? He's he's kind of cute. And so <laughs> randomly, we were just at the same place one time and had had some mutual friends and he must have kind of thought the same thing about me and asked his his one friend to introduce us and that's where it all began. So yeah, we were married in 2000 and soon after uh, Jason started talking about decorative and stamped concrete, which I had never really heard about or, or seen or anything. We took a trip out to Las Vegas and it is huge out there. If you've ever been out there, uh, stamped concrete is in every uh, part of the big hotels and everything out there. And so kind of uh, started the passion of decorative concrete when we went out there and came back and being a new married couple, we didn't have a lot of money. And so... Uh, Jason, you know, we were both working full time and didn't have a lot of money. And so he, but he wanted to start this, this up and start doing stamped concrete. And so, uh, the patterns that you use to make the imprints come in their, their group. So they come in like, uh, usually anywhere from eight to 10 pieces, individual pieces, but we didn't have enough money to buy that. And so we bought one stamp of, of three different designs and we made little samples and we went to Wayne County Home and Garden Show and did our best to try to sell people on the, the designs and did. So he started doing that on the side and fell in love with it. And then we had a family. We have three kids. And so we started a, a young family and, and then he, Jason, just kind of was looking into the future knowing that he was away from us a lot because in the summertime being a seasonal business it can be 14 15 hours outside of the house and that gets pretty difficult right so he we kind of looked into the future and he had a he, he's a visionary and he had the vision of starting uh what's what is now deco creek so so let's start back a little bit. When you went to Las Vegas, was that with the intention of learning about stamped, con stamped concrete or was that just like a weekend getaway for you guys? Yeah, so it was. I mean, that was part of going out there and seeing all that too. So it was, yeah, it was to, we were interested in that or he was. And at that point, you're working at a bank. Is that right? And then he... Did he own his traditional concrete business or was he working for somebody else? He was actually working for his dad okay. in electric. Oh, I did not know that all these years. Okay. Yeah. But then so. he liked concrete. He had grown up. So his dad owned his own business with the electric company. He was working for his dad. But he... Yes. Did the concrete come because he was interested in it or more because he 
saw the benefits of owning his own business, maybe didn't want to be an electrician, but wanted to own something? Like, how did that all play out for him and what he was thinking? Yeah, so he's very creative and he loves, he's always been artistic. And so I think it was kind of intriguing, that side of it is, and he's a hard, hard worker. So anybody who is in the concrete business knows that you have to be a very hard worker because it's hard work. And so I think it just went hand in hand. His personality is definitely a, a leader and somebody who wants to would own his own business and mm-hmm. stuff. So that was intriguing to him too. So. so what did you initially think? So your dad was a farmer and then did he was did he farm full time? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's kind of your own business, but yet completely different. Also, I'm sure gone a lot and things like that. So you were at a bank, and so that was more traditional. What were your thoughts when he's like, not only do I not want to work for my dad, but I want to do decorative concrete? And you know, just knowing that that's a seasonal job, you probably knew he'd be gone a lot. What were you like supportive? Did you think this is crazy? Did um, you tell him what you thought, or did you just kind of like keep your mouth closed? What just tell me about that? I think that. Uh, our personalities, I'm always going to be more reserved as far as taking risks. I'm not, I'm risk, I'm not a risk taker. And so obviously there was a lot of thinking that had to go into that. And I, I don't know that I wasn't supportive, but I probably wasn't like gung ho on, yay, let's do this. And he, he's very, uh, Jason's very determined. And what I've learned about him, I mean, that was when we were first married what I've learned about him in 20 years of marriage is that if he if he has a vision and he says he's going to do it, he's going to work like crazy to get it done. And it's probably going to happen. So mm-hmm. anymore, now that I've like, you know, we've been married so long when he says he's going to do something, it's not like, okay, are we going to do this or not? It's just how long do I have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how long do I have to prepare yeah. for the next step? So I think when you're doing something like starting a business, it does require a lot of faith and trust, not only in God, but in your spouse when you're, um, you know, I mean, we hadn't had a family yet when he was trying to, you know, when he was starting to talk about um, having his own business. There's a lot that goes into that. And really faith and trust in you, he probably needed to back him as well as God. Like, because if you had been super negative or not on board, if he would have gone forward, it would have made things a lot harder too. Yeah, and I'm not going to say there wasn't times in starting all of our business that I didn't feel that way and probably showed, you know, I think we balance each other. So mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of times that I may it may come across as being negative, but it's really just trying to think ahead and prepare for the obstacles that would come about. So I think it at first it's maybe you butt heads a little bit because you have somebody who wants, who's determined and wants to forge ahead. And then mm-hmm. you have somebody who you think is pulling the reins back, keeping you back. But when you can use those superpowers for good and balance each other, um, I think it works really good. So now I'm going to tell you what I see from my perspective. And then you can just be like, you tell me what you think. So we pretty much saw this developed from the beginning, not like within the first couple of years. And he was doing concrete and you guys did our decorative Mm -hmm. concrete when we had just moved our house. So 2007, so somewhat new into it. And by that point you were successful in it. That was your full-time business. It was in your, the basement of your house, but you were getting ready to move. So let's say from 2007 to 2000, I don't know, 13, 14, it from the outside looking in, it was like, just started a business crazy successful, 
you know, doing very, very, very well, big person in the community, very giving. Did it feel like it went that fast to you where it was like zero to 100 success in just a few years? Or did it feel like a little different living in it every day versus an outsider looking in? Yeah, so I think looking back, it seems like it went fast. But during the the time, because we had a young family, and for me, it was a lot of like having to force myself to have a lot of faith. And so, and there are times that you're, you don't know. I mean, nobody knows the future. And so there's just times that you don't know what's going to happen. And that's, Mm -hmm. and when you have a young family, it's not just the two of you anymore. You're thinking about what's best for your kids and your family. And so I think we, it was, we had a lot of support from family, um, a lot of support from family, either just helping us physically or Mm -hmm. helping us emotionally and mentally and so there's there was that meant a lot and helped me to I guess live it sure (laughs) but unless you have lived it it's really hard to explain Mm -hmm. um, because there's just so many like risks and trials and errors and it's yeah it's really hard to explain and from the outside looking in maybe you didn't see all the failures Mm -hmm. too because you, you constantly, and I think that's where people get hung up and they maybe stop or quit whenever, because you have to understand, like, even if you look at the, the athletes, like the basketball players, they don't ever talk about how many baskets they've missed, sure. but they've missed more than they've, than they've gotten. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same, I think, in business. It's like, it may not, you may not be able to see what went wrong and the doors that closed, but, you know, if you're just determined and faithful and keep going then I think that is that's the key to the the success and that's that's really Jason honestly that's that's not me because I I'm probably more the person that would have been like okay let's you know he's more the determined like that part of it so so he's more the planner or kind of as far as time frame and this is going to happen here and you're more that support of Mm -hmm. making sure it does yeah. What year did he officially open his own business? So that the contracting business would have been 2000. Okay. And then your first, your son was born in 2004. Mm-hmm. And when we did our patio with you in 2007, like you brought the contract over, you showed us all the samples. So you were very, very involved. And I think you were also still working at the bank at the beginning. How did that work? I probably wasn't because I in 2007, I would have been, we would have either just had Maya or okay. third or no, we wouldn't have had her because she wasn't born until 2008. But so I would have been working from home after we had, well, when I was pregnant with Sydney, our second one is when I quit working full time. Okay. And it's already a lot to have a young family. I mean, your kids are like boom, boom, boom together in age and you have this business and you're helping him. And um, I love your Maya story about, you know what I'm talking about? And you're at work. Will you share that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is so, like any of us would have done the same thing. And I'm worried about that too, because it's just, you're busy and you've got family and you're doing all this stuff. Oh, she said no. <laughs> I will tell you a funny story. Oh, tell me a funny story. Okay. So we had Tate and then 18 months later we had Sydney and Sydney was, she was colicky. And so, and she was born in July. So Jason, this was 2005. So he's still working around the clock, like, Mm -hmm. and and especially July. I mean, even when I was, so uh, she was a scheduled 
c-section but i went in to labor with her a week early unexpectedly and so i had to call him off of the job and he had to come to the hospital because uh, the nurse said i was like well he's gonna be dirty he's gonna be dirty coming in and she's like well there's there's not a lot of time he needs to come because you know we need to get the c-section started to make sure you didn't go into labor yeah okay so I was like, well, you got to come. So he came in and they're like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just have him come. And I'm like, he's going to be dirty. Well, I don't know that they understood the depth of how dirty you get when you do. Right. Concrete. Decorative, concrete, yeah. Especially decorative. So he comes in and I mean, he's just head to toe dirty. So she took one look at him and she's like, you need to go get a shower. And, and she gave him scrubs to put on because he was filthy dirty. So they had him shower at the hospital? Yeah. Oh, that was good. They were able to do that. And so <laughs> did he get all done in, when yeah. she was born? Yeah. And you're going, I told you, nurse. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. And so then Sydney was, after she was born, she was pretty colicky. Uh, we were in the height of our season. And, you know, it's just hard with an 18-month-old and a baby. Um, who cried all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Jason, who's working like crazy, um, getting up at 5 a.m., getting home at probably 6.30, and then coming home quickly, eating supper, only to leave again to go do estimates. I mean, that was the that was the high season schedule. Mm-hmm. So, so he comes home. I mean, he's starving, hungry, because that's hard work to do. So I think yeah. this was the first time I probably cooked a dinner after having Sydney. And I, I made tater tot casserole, which if you know anything about tater tot casserole, it's got meat and vegetables and Oh, I love tater tot and, casserole. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's all I could do today. Like, that's what we're having. So I put it on a plate and, you know, he's tired and everything. And <laughs> And the baby's crying and Tate's running around and he looks at me and he says innocently saying, oh, is there no sides, no side dishes to go along? <laughs> and I was like, nope. And I, I was so like at my wit's end, I flipped the plate over and the food just went all down <sighs> his, his clothes. And you did it on purpose to get the point across. Yeah. Like, Yeah. So and did it get the point across? It did. Okay. It did. And he never said that no, again. <laughs> no. And he and even now we laugh. I mean it's and we tell Sydney and about it and she she thinks it's hilarious. And even now he's like, I can't believe I said that. But So what did the, he do though right after that? Like did he just be quiet? Like he was just like, Okay. <laughs> I'll take care of <laughs> He's like, honey, it's the best meal I've ever had after that, right? I'll take care of the baby for her. Yeah. 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 Well, so. and that's the thing because as long as well, like I said, when you were doing ours, and even before that, like you had a walkout basement, and the original um, business was in that walkout basement. So you were helping with the, it was not Jason's business, and you were with the kids all day long. You were with the kids and doing the business. And so it truly was your, the two of you from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Was that like rewarding, or like would it have, would it have felt different if like you had, if he had had it maybe for three years and it was established and then met you and you got married and then you kind of walked into his established, or was it rewarding that it was the two of you from the beginning, or is that not the word that you would use? What, what do you say? Yeah, I think I, I feel like more part of it since, you know, we, we started it and grew it together. So I do feel like I'm more a part of the business too. So it was hard. So I, I think if you would have asked me at the time, if this is what I wanted to do, I probably would have said no. But it was looking back, I think there was a lot of really, really good things that came from it. And when you have to, the the amount of knowledge and the appreciation 
that you gain from going through those hard times, you can't, you can't teach that. It's right. like you have to experience it. It's not, I can't put into words what that was like because it, you just have to live it. Yeah. And you just live it every day and you do it. And then you look back and you're like, wow, we often look back and we're like, I, how did we do that? Yeah. But, so the doing the business together, make your marriage stronger after you had some struggles, because I'm sure there had to be fights and disagreements of every, how you did different things, or was it always a 10 all the way through? Or did you learn about each other and it got, maybe there were tough times, but now it's like you got through that together and it's stronger. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. No, it was definitely difficult. But I don't think we, it was really hard. And I'm yes, we've had many a fights because we, we're very different people. Mm-hmm. We are very different people. But I don't really remember it lasting a long time. So like, and we still do that to this day. We'll, we'll have our, our little whatever disagreement or but it like we quickly were are done with it. And mm-hmm. I think we've always been like that. And I think the one thing that I would, I, and this might sound cliche, but we really are best friends. We really are. I mean, not only do we do this together, but we also enjoy a lot of out, like we love to go to football. We have a lot of outside interests that kind of keep that uh, friendship within the marriage really strong. And so mm-hmm. I feel like when even whenever we're off track or whatever you would want to call it, we, we still resort to that friendship. And that kind of keeps us rolling along. Um, sure. We laugh a lot because even looking back at some of those things that maybe weren't funny at the time. Like you putting a plate of food on yeah. the lap. <laughs> yeah, we laugh a mm-hmm. lot. And so I think we can quickly move out of the, um, not that we don't have those you know, when you are mad at each other or frustrated, not that we don't have them and we probably have them just as often as everybody else, but we can quickly move out of it. Yeah. So do you guys have very clearly defined rules where like maybe he does, I don't know, estimates or something and you do bookkeeping or you do sales on the floor and he does, you know, other things or do you kind of take all, you know, here are the 10 things that need to do and kind of do them all together? How does it look for you guys? Because well, they're very involved in the business every day. Yeah. Now that we have DecoCrete, which is the retail business, I do have to say our employees are family, mm-hmm. but they are key. They are awesome. I, I, I really can't say enough. So it's not just Jason and I at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we are... So lucky and blessed to have the people that we have. How many employees um, do you have? We have, I think, 30. And that's between the three stores? Yeah. Okay. So that is really the key to our success is the people that we have with us. Mm-hmm. Definitely, we don't do the same thing, Jason and I. And we have to come together, obviously, on decisions with some other of our employees, too. But we definitely have our own responsibilities. We kind of we kind of stay out of each other's way. Okay. I think we've been able to, um, over the years, figure out where our strengths lie. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have the same strengths and weaknesses. And we kind of, his, his weaknesses are my strengths and vice versa. And yeah. so I think that we have learned to depend on each other and not have to challenge that much whenever that person comes with 
a decision or something within the business, we trust the other one to... Right. So when you guys are discussed, like, do you have weekly meetings where every Monday at nine, you guys sit and talk for an hour about what's going to happen? Or does it more organically happen where it's a decision and you call them or text them and say, hey, what do you think? I mean, there's certainly things that have to be decided like that. And we do have meetings within our, a group. It's not just Jason and I, but we have, you know, a group that meets together on a more scheduled basis. I mean, it's... When do you not? Like, when do you shut it down when you right. when your husband and wife... I mean, it's it always, I would say, six out of seven days of the week, you know, when we get home, you talk about the business mm-hmm. at some, something. So it's like, if we go out to eat and it's just the two of us, usually our conversations re- revolve around our kids and the businesses, you know, we kind of, our extended family, which is the people who work for us, that's how we think of them. Sure. And so we talk a lot about them and yeah so let's talk about kids when they were younger and you were were doing this was and and that's when you had the concrete business so again the crazy hours did you feel like the kids was all you or did he how did you work it out how did you do family time because first of all like you said the business is very busy in the summer but in addition to that when you're starting a business from scratch it's very time consuming until you can get to the point where maybe employees are taking some of that load so how did you, did you ever fight about, you know, him not being around or how did you work that out in the beginning with, with kids and, and them growing up? Because now I know like you guys go to all the other things and was it always like that where he's like, oh, there's a t-ball game I'm not working or, you know, how did that work? Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons we started DecoCrete is because when he was doing a lot of the contracting, he could see that he was going to miss a lot of the kids stuff. I mean, he had, we had to make some decisions. So yeah, I would say it was probably mostly, and he would agree that it was mostly left up to me to kind of take care of the kids, especially when they were young. He's definitely a great dad and is very involved, but I would say it's mostly up to me. And yeah, when you're in the midst of raising young kids, it can be very stressful. And But again, we had a lot of family support too, because all of our parents live close by and they're all close with our kids. And so if we didn't have that, that, it would have made things really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had that support system, not only for the kids, but you said they supported you in your business Mm -hmm. as well. So let's talk about your kids now. They have known nothing but you guys to own a business. So how what, how do they feel? Are they kind of like business minded where they can't imagine, you know, being an employee? Do they kind of have that business mindset? Are they involved? I, you know, I was talking to one lady. They even talked about the finance of the business to a degree because her kids were young. How has owning this business played out for your kids? Because now your kids would be what, 17, 15 and 13. Is that right? Almost 13. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're still figuring things out as they're growing up. I don't know. As they get to be adults and they look back, they'll probably realize some things that, that they were taught by business, like seeing Jason and I work, you know, having our own business. I would say that the traits that they've most probably gotten that I can see is the determination and just never quitting I feel like that is, and I mean, all kids go through, you know, I mean, they're still learning, but I do right. feel like they've picked up on that. Probably just a lot of respect how, what hard work does mm-hmm. do. It's going to be different for them when they see 
a family that doesn't have their own business because it's just kind of second nature. They don't know. Right. That's all they know. Right. They don't know any different. Mm -hmm. So that's just what they know. So, yeah. So do you see them owning their own businesses someday or do you see? I don't know. Yeah. And again, they're young too. So interest can change. I don't know what they're, what they'll do. I, I do think that they, whatever they do, they'll be hard workers. I think, Mm -hmm. I do think that, but I don't know. I don't, it'll be interesting. So, yeah, but you know, we'll, we'll want them to do where, whatever they want to do and whatever their strengths and passion is in. So, yeah. As long as they keep any grandkids within a 15 minute drive, (laughs) right? Other than that, work wherever you want, do whatever you want. Yep. What would be like, your favorite thing about owning a business with your husband and what would be not a bad thing, but maybe like a hard thing or a harder thing than you thought. I think I'm proud of what we've been able to do. And again, it's not been just us. I think it's rewarding to have worked with the people who work with us and Mm -hmm. being able to to see what, what we've been able to do. It's not just us at all. And I think that's been really neat is like, we can't look and say, oh, you know, Jason and I did this at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has been a group effort, 100%. And group meaning your families too, or your employees or both? Oh yeah, both. Mm-hmm. And Jason learned such great things from his dad. His dad owned his own business. So mm-hmm. he learned such great things and his hard work and determination and work ethic. And I think he really learned that from his dad. And so, yeah, I, I think that's been, it's been rewarding to see it. So looking at the more difficult, challenging things, it's almost the same thing, right? It almost goes twofold because when you you work through the challenges and stuff that are really stressful when you own your own business it's not just like oh yeah we had a bad day at somebody else's office you know it's you right and so when you even though there's days like that and met, like sleepless nights for business owners i mean you you know there's many of those but then when you come out of that there's that reward and it's i think that's how what god does whenever you are faithful to seeing it through like he, he doesn't promise God doesn't promise us an easy road okay. I mean, he he promises you know many things but like life is not easy and, and that's something too that I hope our kids have gotten is that you know life isn't easy and you, you have to work and you have to be determined and you have to see things through what do you guys like to do for fun as a family that because some of your your things I know that you do for fun are tied into the business. Like you guys go to Las Vegas every year for that show that probably is the one you attended years ago. And you went to California and visited some friends that you met through the business. So do you see how like even your fun things, we will sneak out, not sneak out, but Andy and I will go to have lunch. Hey, what are you doing? Well, I'm working on paperwork. Great. Do you want to leave for an hour and do lunch? Like what are some of those things that you've gotten to do for fun because you have a business together versus like when Andy was teaching and I have flexibility, I might be able to go for lunch, but I would, he couldn't leave school. What are yeah. some things that way, both for the two of you and your family? So, yeah, I would say flexibility is a big part of it. And I say that, that if you're getting into the business to do your own business, and I hear I've in the past, I've heard people say, well, I want to do it because I want to have my own, my time to myself. Well, that's not, uh-uh. that is not, 
And I don't think that people who haven't experienced that maybe understand it. Your time is not your own necessarily. Yes, there is lots of flexibility, no doubt. But I mean, you might be in the office from 7.30 to 9.30 at night to get something done. You don't get into your own business to have more time. So yeah, I would say that as far as the kids, same thing. I mean, it's nice to just have the, the flexibility to do what I feel is is right by them as mm-hmm. far as like being their mom, which it seems like when they're so little, like it takes forever, but you know, the time is fleeting. Yeah. And so it's nice to like be able to be there for those big moments mm-hmm. that if you need to be and have that um, freedom and flexibility to do so. But you're right though about your time really not being your own because I can guarantee you there are times you've been to a kid's thing where you've looked down on your phone and somebody needs you for mm-hmm. work somehow. I know we were, when our boys were wrestling on Saturday, I have my Chromebook with me. I'm plugged into an outlet in the high school lobby to get a purchase agreement signed before they wrestled. And I hear that with realtors all the time. I want to be a realtor because I want to set my own schedule and be flexible. And I like houses. Well, yes, I can sneak out for a lunch. However, like you're saying, it's also you're on, you know, all the time to some degree too. So You're you're not going to own your own business because you want less stress and more free time. Mm -hmm. If that's your reasons for doing it, I'm not sure you should do it. I mean, I wouldn't caution anybody if that's what their their goals are. But But just be aware of what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah. it's hard work. So looking back, knowing all the stuff, good and bad, would you uh, do it again? Yes, for 100%, for sure. Is there anything you would do differently? Um, Do you feel like you've learned from everything so you would have the same lessons? I, I don't know that I would say... I mean, we've certainly... Um, done things that we wouldn't repeat mm-hmm. or, you know, d- made decisions that we've, that we wouldn't repeat. But I don't know that if, that I would necessarily say different because everything has been learning mm-hmm. and that's what life is. It's learning and growing and making sure that we're um, growing personally and growing like uh, professionally. Yeah. So... So young couple comes to you, let's just say that they go to your church and they come to you and they're like, hey, we just got married and we just got back from our honeymoon yesterday and we want to start our own business together. What is some advice that you would give them? Let's start with this. Would you say jump in with two feet and nobody and everybody quit their job or would you say somebody try to keep their job and while you're building it? I would say get through the first year of marriage first. Okay. (laughs) Just the two of you, the way things are. Yeah. That's interesting. Before you start a business, get to know each other. Yeah. Get through the first year of of marriage first because that's in and of itself enough of learning and trying to figure each other out and all that kind of stuff. So that would be my advice is to not do any too much changing that first year until you really get to know each other. And I mean, you... 20 years later, you, that first year of marriage, you don't know each other like you do. Right. You know? So it's a constant learning process. But I feel like that first year is just a, a, a huge learning oh, process. Yeah. And I guess it would depend on their personalities. And I would obviously, my personality, I would probably be pointing out to them a lot of the the caution that I would take and Jason's personality would probably be pointing out a lot of the vision and the rewards. So I would 
definitely get to know each other and make sure that you have that marriage relationship first mm-hmm. before you bring in anything else. Yeah. That would be my advice. Yeah. I think that's good. I never thought about waiting that first year, but there's definitely, you're definitely learning Mm -hmm. about each other and how you tick and how you do things for sure without throwing in. Mm -hmm. I remember the first year we were married. It wasn't even a year. It was probably a couple weeks as we were moving into our apartment in Bowling Green and he put his toolbox in the linen closet. And I'm like, (laughs) what are you doing? And he goes, what? I go, it's a linen closet. It's for sheets and medicine and towels. That is it. And he goes, my mom puts blankets in ours. I'm like, we don't do blankets. That's not what a linen closet's for. And certainly not a toolbox. And he Mm -hmm. said, well, we're in an apartment on a second floor. I need a toolbox. Where else should I put it? And I was like, oh, yeah, good point. But I can't imagine learning just little things like that. And like you're saying, throwing, you know, a new new that you're forming business on top could be almost a a recipe for disaster might be too strong, but Mm -hmm. could certainly have... Yeah. You know, potential problems to it. Especially if if you're, maybe if you're a little bit, if you have more life experience when you got married, if you're a little older when you got married and you have more life experience and right. maturity than what we did, um, maybe it wouldn't, would be okay. But I, I still think, I mean, I've never heard of people who've gotten married that first year not had an experience like that. Where yeah. It seems so common sense for both of you to do something you know, and then, but really it's not because, you know, we've been, everybody's been raised differently and right. different thoughts. So, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Anything else you want to share with us before we And I think, I think I've probably shared a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks. We all have a purpose and we have dreams to follow. To learn more about other women and their stories and their dreams, like and subscribe. Until next week, be a blessing to others.